that your goodness has still been running after us. We thank you that indeed your mercies are new every day. We thank you for the Holy Spirit who is our teacher, our comforter, our guide, our standby, our advocate, our strengthener. We thank you for the word which is lamp unto our feet and light unto our path. We thank you for the comfort of scripture. We thank you that we can call you our father. Oh, what manner of love is this that you have bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. We thank you that while we were yet sinners, while we were criminals, while we were caught in the act, you gave us your son Jesus. We thank you for qualifying us to see another day. We thank you for this year and we pray that may Christ alone be exalted in our lives. Continuous discussion in the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. I'm so excited. I am so excited, and I hope that 2022 is going great for you. My year has started on a fantastic note. I'm really enjoying the generosity of the Father, and I'm believing God that you are doing the same. And as long as God has qualified us for life, it means that He has a work that we must do. And Jesus could not have said it any better when He said, We must work the works of Him who has sent us. So we're on a sent mission. We must work that works while it is day, because the night season of our life is going to come where we will not be able to work. You know, just very early in the year, still early in the year, I was talking to my in-law and she was so downhearted that a papa in their church died, I think on the 2nd of January, 2022. And she was like, on 31st night, they prayed for this young man, that this young man was the one who was holding the pastor's Bible. <laughs> He's like the associate pastor. He does literally everything like... Aside the main duties, he's the evangelism coordinator, the prayer head, the everything. And she was like, how can this young man die? 27 years old. And she was like, somebody in the church has said that, oh, maybe he has finished his mission. And we're like, ah, 27 years, which mission has he fulfilled? And I was saying to myself that, ah, but Jesus, 33 years old, he had finished his mission. But the thing is this, do you think that on the cross, when Mary saw Jesus, and when the apostles or the 12 disciples at that time saw Jesus on the cross, did they ever think that he has finished his work? Because you, the disciples were expecting that Charlie, he is the one to come and bring freedom for Jerusalem to establish the, the city of David again. Mary was thinking something big but just 33 years in fact you know for the jewish settings at age 30 where you are considered a full-grown man and i'm sure mary was having plans of a, a sister he would want jesus to marry the family life that he would want jesus to have and 33 years he dies and it's not as if he even died an accident that you say oh something happened but he died as a murderer he died as a criminal how can this be the will of god and you see I would like to start with these notes that let's appreciate the comfort of scripture. You see, the reason why my in-law was struggling to appreciate how a 27-year-old person could die and some people could 
attribute it to. Charlie, maybe he has finished his race and God has called him. It's because sometimes we don't appreciate the comfort of scripture. So if a 33-year-old guy, and I'm sure he was even older than John the Baptist, because you know John the Baptist was six months older than Jesus, and he went not long after the baptism. So John the Baptist died around age 31. So how can Enrique was beheaded? Hey, mercy. So imagine people are sitting as hey, John the Baptist. Then somebody said, oh, well, maybe he has finished his race. Like, how can he finish his race? Somebody was baptizing people just 31 years old. But in this year 2022, I pray for us that we would appreciate and we would accept to be comforted by the scriptures. You see, as my in-law was just talking about how sad it was, I could just imagine in the spirit realm, God sitting on the throne and he just sent the angel and said, withdraw the agent. You know, sometimes I watch those action movies and um, those in the boardroom, they sent an agent to the field and they feel like either something has gone sideways or they want to bring back their agent. <laughs> they will send a message that agent withdraw, come back or something. I could just, you could see God saying Charlie, sending the angel to Charlie, bring back my servant, bring him back, 27 years old. Withdraw him from the field, and sometimes the agents will be like, No, I need to go and fight, I need to go and say, No, it's a direct order. <laughs> but you see, let us appreciate the fact that we have a period where we must work for God, and I pray that we will not be arrogant to think that we have all this time in this world to work for God. And I'm praying that every day we would live in this consciousness that we are here on a temporal assignment. And I'm praying to God that in this year 2022, deliberate. I believe that you have written down your left alone. At least you have something sketched out. If it's your first time, it may not be as, as glamorous or as nice or as detailed or as whatever. But at least be intentional about something be intentional and it should not be just something about i want to get this i want to get that remember what we're doing remember lord's wife it's not just about what you want to get but who you want to become i want to become more patient in this year i want to become more hospitable this year i want to smile more you see i was so um satisfied but you see when my mom started telling me ah you have been smiling but eh, that's good so every day she's sending me a message like merry christmas happy new year happy birthday and said every time so just this new said oh happy new year and keep smiling every small thing i like the way you smile i said oh it's working i mean this smiling <laughs> so we are starting the year looking at as usual what we like to do what our customers gave six prayers for the year 2022 and i'm just praying to god that we would allow ourselves to be comforted by the scriptures because everything that we have been doing is scripture and all these things would make sense to you if you accept to be comforted by scripture so let's look at our first prayer topic that god wants us to be praying consistently consistently last year it was we would lay aside all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted work who is able to save our souls. But this year, let's see what our first topic would be. Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. The book of Daniel, the chapter number 6 and the verse number 10. Ideally, we'll be focusing on the B parts of what it says about Daniel. But there will be no harm caused if we read the whole chapter. So let's go. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows, being opened in his chamber towards Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Ah, I love this man, Daniel. But still, my favorite guy is Joseph. <laughs> 
let's just read it again and when daniel knew that the writing was signed he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber towards jerusalem he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his god as he had done aforetime now i know most of us are familiar with what is going on but for the sake of those who are who just became born again and don't know the background it's about the other 119 other vice presidents in the kingdom you know there were about 120 of them and 119 of them did not like daniel and they were looking for a way to bring him down as you say in africa and or in ghana phd pull him down so please pull him down did not start in ghana or in africa even in babylon <laughs> it was there so they were looking for ways to bring him down and they realized that the only way they could bring him down was to affect his prayer life they knew by strange means that the excellence of daniel was because of his prayer life and i pray in this year 2022 your excellence will be because of your prayer life is because of the time you spend in with god that will be the source of your excellence let me not go ahead of myself so they knew that it was because of his prayer they knew some way somehow you know the thing about spiritual thing that sometimes we can't see the direct correlation but we know that because he prayed he's excelling now the question how does prayer cause you to excel a question for the gods <laughs> You know, sometimes, especially when young people, they see us so much in church and like, why are you spending so much time? And they see that, yes, too, we are growing in our career. Yes, too, we are growing in our, in our relationships. Yes, too, we are excelling all around. Like, ah, what is the correlation between reading your Bible and praying every day and winning souls and preaching the gospel? Got to do with your career. It's what they call the mystery of his will. <laughs> So they, they planned up that the only way they could attack Daniel was to attack his prayer life. And they came up with a decree deceiving the king that, you know, king, you are a big man. Eh? Nobody should call up you. And the interesting thing was that the decree was an everlasting decree. But I think it was for a period of 90 days or 60 days. I think it's 90 days. For some strange reason, again, these people knew that if they could stop Daniel from praying for 90 days, there would be a significant effect in his output. Charlie, these people were deep. You see, sometimes it's interesting how unbelievers, they know the power that results from our commitment to God. That sometimes we are so lukewarm about. Some of us are so lukewarm about commitment to church activities. We are so lukewarm about going to, 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 to prayer meetings, going for evangelism. We are so lukewarm about spiritual activities. But these people were able to decipher that preventing Daniel from praying for just 90 days, not for a year, not forever, just 90 days, it could have caused him to stand these people are deep. I have to go and see them in soon to their lives. <laughs> so they knew that if they could stop him for 90 days, they could have an effect on him. But when Daniel had any, it's as though he had not heard it. The Bible said he went into his room and he had a place in his house. You know, he was a vice president. So obviously, he was not staying in some one room self-contained. He was staying in the presidential quarters. <laughs> he was staying in a place that had high security in the corridors of power. Place that when you are going, you have to pass like six or seven security checks. So obviously, he was staying in a place in the in the story building, and he had a place where he could face Jerusalem. And I, I believe we are familiar that the reason why he faced Jerusalem was because when Solomon built the temple, Solomon released a spiritual instruction that oh God, 
whoever turns to this temple and prays, may you answer. So Daniel, by studying of the scriptures, knew the protocols of prayer at that time and under dispensation, and knew that, oh, I must face Jerusalem. So this people are deep. This people are deep. So Daniel was activating the decree that King Solomon had said that whoever shall face Jerusalem. So he, as usual, as he did, he was facing Jerusalem to pray. And the Bible said that he used to do it three times a day. Hey, a vice president of the most powerful nation at that time had a deliberate effort of praying three times in a day. <laughs> oh my God. Dear pharmacist, dear lawyer, dear student, dear unemployed or self-businessman <laughs> or self-businesswoman, dear fashion designer, dear... <laughs> if the vice president of the most powerful nation could make time to pray three times a day, I submit to you, dear student, I submit to you, dear engineer, I submit to you, dear administrator, I submit to you, dear HR, of not the most powerful company in the world, you can pray three times a day. So our first prayer topic that God wants us to be praying consistently in the year 2022, two in one, is that we will be prayerful in this year 2022. Or you can put it in this way, we will be spiritual in the year 2022. Or we will not miss God in the year 2022. Because being prayerful is being spiritual. And being spiritual, you will not miss God. Being prayerful, being alive and active in the spirit, and being alive and active in the spirit, you will not miss God. And if you are not missing God, you will produce an excellent life. That is why among the 120 vice presidents, Daniel excelled over them all. Oh, I'm really feeling the anointing to pray. But let's peruse this a little bit further. Let's look at this man, Daniel. Let's start with his personal life. Because many of us don't appreciate what it means for Daniel to have the energy, the time, the understanding, and the deliberateness or the, the, the deliberate attitude in praying three times a day. Let's start with Daniel's personal life. This was a refugee, somebody who was a product of a war and slavery, a slave prisoner. Somebody who was a, at a very tender age, his nation was ransacked by the most powerful nation and he was caught as a result of that and he was made a slave. So look at the background of, of Daniel. Somebody who had such a distorted and an embarrassing birth or, or, or an embarrassing beginning to life. Somebody who was as a product of slavery somebody who does not know where his father and his mother was because when they are attacking you they are destroying families for all you know his parents were killed in the war because i can assume for the father because at least for the men they engage in battle and i can assume that if he had siblings he was separated from his siblings so somebody who had this set of life circumstance still had the energy to pray three times a day and because that job seems to have delayed because that marriage seems to have delayed, because that opportunity, according to your timeline, it seems to delay. You are angry at God. You are telling God, God, I have been going for all night after all night. I have received prophecy after prophecy. I have received anointings upon anointings. I am tired in prayer. But Jesus said that men always ought to pray and never grow weary. Look at the circumstance Daniel was brought into. If anybody had a reason to be angry and bitter against God, it should have been this man, Daniel. A refugee 
Someone who doesn't know where his father and mother is. Only God knew if he had siblings. All he had were his three friends that were as a result of slavery. You see, it's a very scary thing to live in this world without a family. And I've seen it first, and I know a particular friend who his father, his mother, everybody is just alone. It's a very scary and a vulnerable thing to be with in this life. You see, it's it's one thing. It's not that if you have parents who are not influential in the society, at least you have parents. At least a certain circumstance, you can pick a phone and call them. Even though maybe they may not have the the financial power to to cause things to change in your life, but they give you a certain foundation, a certain sense of security, a certain sense of belongingness. That if for nothing at all, if things become critical. You have a father and a mother you can run to. So if listen, you are unemployed, God forbid, nobody listen shall be ever be unemployed. But if somebody's unemployed, maybe sometimes you don't want to call your mother or your father for money, but you know that when things become critical, challenge for call mommy, say challenge mommy, I may die. But Daniel didn't have the mommy, he didn't have the puppy, he didn't have a sibling. Yet this guy could pray three times a day. As though that was not enough, when he was captured, he was castrated. Ah, mercy. And Enoch. So somebody who was living life knowing that he will never enjoy the blessings of companionship, the blessings of calling somebody the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh, the blessings of having somebody you can call my woman that. <laughs> oh, my woman <laughs> or my man that. <laughs> Daniel was living a life knowing that he would never get the opportunity to point to this trick. He said, Charlie, my woman, that she finally, he knew that he would never get the opportunity to enjoy the blessings of a family. He, his family has been destroyed and he is not going to have the opportunity to have or to see a lady walking in the streets of Babylon and say, hello, sweetie, I want to marry you. He knows that he has been robbed of the opportunity of ever having attending a naming ceremony and calling his children Leo Daniel or Daniel Awa. <laughs> oh, but somebody in such a situation where his fate has been determined with respect to enjoying the comfort of family still had the energy, the desire, the will to pray to this God three times a day. Just look at the way many of us forsake God when we think that we have prayed enough and our situation doesn't change. At least for yours, it's 50-50 because you know that you still have the opportunity to, let's say, get married or to get a job because you have a certificate. But Daniel was castrated. So for him, he knew there was no way. And I don't think Daniel married according to scripture because it's very rare, especially in those times where they value fertility, where they define women by their ability to give birth to children. And Daniel did not marry. In fact, his work would not have permitted him to marry. But someone in this, someone in this situation, Papa Daniel, still had the pureness in his heart to pray to this God in quote who has robbed him of the opportunity of enjoying marriage and family. Daniel prayed three times a day. Hey, Charlie, this guy is deep. Daniel. The vice president in the most powerful nation at that time. You see, someone, I think I saw this a tweet also from a Nigerian, and it was like, and it's, it's quite true that when you're in Africa, the systems in Africa increases your prayer topic by at least 10. Because there are certain countries you are born into, you are sure that as long as you go to school and you come out with any certificate of any kind, you can learn a decent job. So generally speaking, praying for a job will not be on your prayer top. In fact, your prayer topic will be which job will you choose? 
But if you are part of our continent and our country, the number one prayer on every person in the university who is about completing or has completed is God give me a job. But this was a man who walked in the corridors of influence. He was a man that people pay bribe to see. He is the man that people call my connection. He is the man that people call my network. He is the man that people call when they want to cut corners in the systems of government. He was the one that people call. And in this position, what at all are you going to pray about? You will see, you can you see the reason why politicians do what they do is not necessarily because of money, it's because of power. It's because of power. You, you see, power is so sweet. It opens doors without resistance. You know, sometimes just look at when you're in secondary school. Just look at when you become a senior. When we're a junior, when we're in form one. Look at the way Charlie, every day you have to come up with stories. Oh, senior, this has sent me. You know that every... Oh, Charlie, form one boy, your life is just... You have to, you have, to have a bag of stories. So wherever they catch you, you just pull up a story. Why are you late? This one sent me. Why are you this? This one has called me. Why are you this? Senior has must Hey, but when you get to form three or form four, depending on which year you went to, you walk like a free man. You don't care if you are late for preps. And just imagine when you become a prefect, because when you are late for preps, maybe a senior house master or a teacher can actually be a young man. Why are you late? But imagine you are a prefect and you have your bath or your sash. You can be walking to prep at leisure because you know that if a teacher asks you why are you late, if when they see you with a badge, they won't ask you why you are late. Power is sweet. Things work smoothly. So Daniel was in the apex of authority. What at all is he praying about? Daniel was the one that people pray to God for favor when they are going to see because he had direct access to the source of power. He was walking and sitting and sleeping in the corridors of power. Oh, Jesus. Yet this man could pray three times a day. What at all is he telling God? Because what connection does he need? He doesn't need connection. He is the connect. He is the connection himself. <laughs> what at all does he need? Look at your life. Imagine you were the vice president of Ghana. Look at your prayer topics. Will you still pray them? But this man was not only praying once a day, but he had prayer topics that could suffice for three times a day. Daniel was a man of money because with power comes money. You cannot be in the place of authority without money. You see, as well in Ghana, Africa. There's, it's very easy to get money. You just come up with a contract or come up with how to do road over here or I want to do this program to benefit a millions of people and increase their budget and are gone. So with authority comes money. In fact, you don't even need the money for anything because everything you need, the state provides for you. Just recently in my country, our Speaker of Parliament was going for a medical checkup. We have several hospitals in Ghana. <laughs> But he decided that no doctor in Ghana is qualified enough <laughs> to check him out. Not even in the continent of Africa. He went all the way to Dubai. And I, I saw the memo as he was leaving parliament. He left behind. You no, know, you can't just go like that. And he was going with about four people accompanying him just to go and see a doctor. I said, hey, this power that we must chop some. Just going to see a doctor and check if his organs are working, if his blood is clean. He went with the secretary. He went with one, one, one. He went with one. I said, what the wow? And I was looking through the list and I saw that one of them, I think the secretary or the personal assistant, she had the same same name as the speaker. I said, this one, yeah. Hmm. 
family vacation. <laughs> Please don't just on the light and do it. But he flew and the state, it was me and you, if you're in Ghana, our taxes, my e-levy taxes that they want to collect was used to sponsor him fully to go to Dubai for about a week or two to go and see a doctor. What a wow. So why is this man in need of money? What are you going to use money for? Because everything you would ever need is provided for you by the state. So look at your prayer topic again. Take away all the things money can afford. What will you be telling God three times a day? But yet the Bible said, this man Daniel prayed three times a day as he has done a four times. Oh, I'm in love with this man. He, he really wants to give um, Joseph competition, but he's not there. And with money comes comfort. Let me tell you, I just got to realize that the reason why, even though uh, um, two companies or two or your companies may provide the same service, but one is higher than another, is comfort. The reason why we are all working is for comfort. If it's about just what we would eat eh, and what we would drink and the clothes we would wear for basic needs, like we will not kill ourselves with all the money we want. Oh, it's true. But one day my mom told me that I think I was something I was like, oh, if it's about what to eat and sleep there, you don't need to worry. But it's not about what's about comfort. So you see, for example, I never knew, I never appreciated it, the difference between oh, this type of car and this type of car. So mostly I used to drive a, a salon, a particular salon car. So I was used to the car. I didn't even notice that oh, there was something. But the first time I drove a four by four, a Santa's uh, uh, Honda Santa Fe. I didn't really notice the difference. So when I went back to driving the salon, when I entered the car, I thought I had been compressed in prison. I said, ah, I've been driving this car for a while, but it's like the car had looked like, like a rubbish. <laughs> so I got down, I said, no, this car looks different. So I have to ask that, ah, has the car changed? Like the wheels look lighter, like the car looks so light. Like when I'm entering the car, it's like I have to squeeze myself. I said, Charlie, it's the same car. I said, hey. I now know the difference between this one and this one. And that one I thought, well, when you enter, it will be a car like a range. <laughs> then you know, that they, but all of them, they move. <laughs> they take you from one destination to another destination. But the difference, the reason why one is listed 60,000 Ghana cities and the other one is 120,000 Ghana cities and the other one is 200,000 Ghana cities is because of the word called comfort. Hey! Oh, God. <laughs> if you are used to public transport, going to work, and every day you have to be hustling the mates and the trot trot driver, oh, I cut 20 pesos, it's left with 20 pesos, you are fighting over 20 pesos. Maybe the day you get a lift to work, from maybe your house or your junction to work, and you realize you get to work without sweating, like you are feeling fresh, you say, ah! I now know the difference between owning a car. <laughs> and picking public transport. So the issue is comfort. So now look at your prayer list again. If you take away the comfort, some of us, we want particular things. We want your house to be with air condition or your room to have air condition. You want to stop using bucket and pail to bath. You want to use shower to bath. You are looking at ways of buying shower. Maybe your TV is too small. You want to buy a bigger TV. No, even with TV. I thought every TV was TV until I saw a TV I could not have. You know some TVs? <laughs> The TV, my hands cannot go around the TV. The TV was rather hugging me. I said, oh. And the images are like, they are sitting right in front of me. I saw, appreciated the meaning of the word comfort. So the reason why you want to imagine to take out your prayer list, maybe you have a small TV or you have two pairs of shoes and now you want five pairs of shoes. Take out those things and look at your prayer list. Do you still have prayer topics? But this was a man who enjoyed influence, who enjoyed money, who enjoyed comfort. Yet still, he could pray three times. 
times a day. And the last one, as a vice president, he was an extremely busy person. You know, as well in Ghana, we don't appreciate politicians. Of course, because we feel like they get too much money for doing nothing. They may do nothing as we want them to do. But just sitting or just occupying that position, at least the meetings that you'll be going is stressful enough. Even if you won't be going for all those meetings, even if you don't be doing like, you not come up with any vision for your jurisdiction, but you are just going for meeting after meeting after meeting. So now look at our parliamentarians. Do you know the number of bills they have to be passing and going through committee after committee? So for me in particular, I am not in agreement with somebody being a minister and an MP. I just don't see how the person can function fully to the best of the interest of Ghana in both capacities. But in Ghana, they can do it comfortably. And that's why they are underperforming, in my opinion. Because the meetings alone, in maybe, for example, if you have done national service, you have had the opportunity to work in the ministry. You are the low level there. You may not do anything, but sometimes you can just look at the director or the boss. Every day going from meeting to meeting to meeting. And some of them, of course, they use that as an opportunity to chop our money from hotel to hotel. But if they are still going for meetings, they still have to go to Dubai and whichever country to go and sign things that they can do on Zoom. But at least these things, they dream. If you have traveled before, sometimes you don't understand maybe from Accra to Kumasi, you get to your destination and you are just tired. But you have not been doing anything. All you have been doing is just sitting in the car. But yes, the way you get to this mission, your time. So imagine somebody who is the vice president of the most powerful and the largest nation at that time. The number of reports he had to read on a daily basis. Security minister will bring him his reports. A Greek minister will bring their reports. We are inviting you for old school association. Come and give us a speech. You are giving speech after speech. Imagine you are an African vice president. Ceremonies, you know, so a cloth for you. Me to Africa or Ghana, that's what we like doing. Everything, you will do a cloth. Everybody wear matching cloth. You know, call you, come and give a speech. Come and cut a sword. Come and donate something. So even if you don't decide to do anything extraordinary, the nature of the work in itself is demanding. You have to read reports. You have a member, and remember, he has to be coordinating with the king. So every small thing, king, the minister of finance says his budget is too small. He wants an increase in budget. I'm king. The agric minister, they are saying that fall anywhere is destroying our... So he has to go to meetings. Then maybe the king is going for an entourage. Please, he said, Charlie, Vice President Daniel, accompany me. We are going to see the, the, the king of Egypt for some meeting. So you can imagine this man's life. Yet still, he had the time, the energy, and the heart to pray three times every single day. Honey, what am I saying? Your life problems are not an excuse enough not to pray. You are not too blessed. You are not too influential not to pray. You don't have enough money not to pray. You are not too comfortable not to pray. Your marital situation is not an excuse not to pray. Some of us are blessed with a good husband and children. And be like, hey, you don't know these children, they take your time on eh, having three girls or three boys or twins or whatever. This one is crying, this one is this, help them do their homework, help them do this. You are not too accomplished in this life to pray. And you are definitely not too busy to pray at least three times a day. If you cannot convince yourself in all honesty that you are busier than Daniel, please, Madam Ness, I beg you, <laughs> your 12-hour shift or your 18-hour shift is not an excuse enough not to pray. Daniel 6, verse 10 again, the B part, as our scripture is, it says that he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and he prayed and gave thanks 
before his God as he did aforetime. In this year 2022, we must not miss God. In this year 2022, we must be spiritual to descend the unusual in the usual. This year 2022, we must pray without ceasing. Jesus said that as long as you are a man, the qualification for prayer is that you must be a man. You must be a man. So men are the ones that pray. Not plants, not animals, not angels, not seraphims, not seraphims. That is why Jesus up until now, he still prays. Because now he is still a man. As long as he is a man, he needs to pray. So he's at the right hand of our Father, interceding on our behalf. Because he is also a man. So as long as you are a man, the quality, the qualification for praying without ceasing is being a man. So in Matthew 6, when before he taught us about how to pray, he said, when you fast, when you give, and when you pray, fasting, giving, and prayer is a when, not a if. We must fast, we must give, and we must pray. Paul could have said it any clearer. He said that, without season. He said again in Colossians that continue in prayer. Honey, I know you have prayed about your marital situation, but continue in prayer. I know you have prayed about your finances, but continue in prayer. I know you have prayed about that chronic illness, but continue in prayer. I know you have prayed about that job situation, but honey, continue, continue in prayer. Men always ought to pray and never fails. He gave this parable to this end that men always ought to pray. It's in prayer that we remain alive in the spirit. It's in prayer that we remain sensitive to God. It's in prayer that we don't miss God. And you know the funny thing about prayer? You know, I remember some time when um, a close relative was out for sick. So we used to meet occasionally to pray. There's this particular relative. I used to look at him when I was quite young. <laughs> I was like, I think, I'm Jesus. <laughs> and whenever I pray, I don't know, for some reason, I used to look at this guy like, his prayer was not praying. <laughs> you know, it's like if they're a footballer, mostly when footballers go for, when the season ends and they go for their break and they come back, mostly their first two, three matches, we said they are rusty, like they are giving the pass. The pass is not going. <laughs> but after four or five matches, then they come back to four. It's the same with prayer. Sometimes when you look at a group praying, you can say their vocabulary is finished. So I look at this guy praying. He said, Jesus heal, Jesus heal. I said, oh, Charlie, brother, is that all you can be saying? <laughs> but in this year, you will not be spiritually rusty. Your spiritual passes will go. Hey, your spiritual free kicks will go. Your spiritual <laughs> corners will go. May we not be rusty in the spirit. May we be alive and not miss God. Because God is moving. He does not stop moving. He says in the last days, in the last days, we are in the last days. Spiritual activity is intensifying each and every day. And in this season of open doors, the Bible says Jesus is describing himself in Revelations. He said, I hold the keys of David. In this season, God is opening doors and closing doors. And we must be spiritually sensitive enough not to miss God. And we must be spiritually alive through prayer not to miss God. You see, spiritually, we are cold-blooded mammals or animals, spiritually. <laughs> so please go back and go and look at our science notebooks, the difference between warm-blooded animals and cold-blooded animals. So the reason why lizards, we see them doing press-ups, <laughs> mostly in the morning, is because they are basking, B-A-S-K-I-N-G. So we too, spiritually, we are cold-blooded. 
So we must bask in the spirit every day. The fact that the lizard basked 10 minutes ago is not enough. So you see them occasionally, not occasionally, you see the lizards, when they run small and they stop and they do presser, one, two, three, <laughs> and they continue. So please, if you have forgotten your integrated science, I've given you an opportunity to so go back and go and refer to them. So the reasons why lizards are always doing press-up, they run small, they do press-up, they run small, they do press-up, is the same way we should also be. We take two or three steps, we pray. We take two or three steps, we pray. Then we must be full of prayer because we are spiritually cold-blooded beings. We need to pray in the morning. We need to pray in the afternoon. We need to pray in the evening. We need to continue in prayer. If Daniel could pray three times a day, somebody in the old covenant, somebody who was a servant, somebody who did not enjoy the blessings of the Holy Spirit, hey, Charlie, I think we should be doing at least seven times because six times should be double. Six, I think we should be praying seven times. <sighs> six prayers to pray in the year 2022. Lord, may we not miss you. May we be spiritual and may we be full of prayer. I wanted to spend some time in prayer. That God, in this year 2022, give us the grace to pray. Speak to God. Speak to God. God, give us the grace to pray. May we be alive in the Spirit, Lord. May we be full of prayer. May we at least start with the Daniel level. Three times a day, may we call on to you. May we kneel on our knees as we do our four times. And may we pray three times in the day. May we pray in the morning, Lord. May we pray in the afternoon, Lord. May we pray in the evening, Lord. May we pray on our way to work. May we pray on our way back from work. May we pray on our way to watch a match. May we pray on our way back from the stadium. May we pray on our way to the washroom. May we pray on our way back from the washroom. May we be full of prayer. May we be full of prayer. May we not miss you, Lord. We don't want to miss your movings. May our antennas, our spiritual antennas, always be heightened, Lord. May we not miss your voice. The Bible says that, that he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. One way we can keep an ear for God is to be full and alive in prayer. In this year, 2022, we are not missing God. We are not missing the doors God is opening for us. We are not missing the doors God is closing in our lives. We are not missing God. We are going to be prayerful. We are going to pray without ceasing. It's like eating. The fact that you ate in the morning does not mean you will not need food again in the afternoon. I know you ate in the morning. I know you have taken your breakfast, but you must take your lunch. You must take your supper. You must even take your dessert. It's the same way with prayer. I know you prayed in the morning, but you must pray again in the afternoon. I know you prayed in the morning and in the afternoon but you must pray again in the evening I know you prayed in the morning, the afternoon and the evening but you must a desert of prayer. Father may you be prayerful in this year, may you be prayerful in this year. The apostle said that we cannot stop what we are doing and go and set tables but we will give us holy to the ministry of the word and to prayer. Father, may we not grow weary in praying. May we continue in prayer. We pray without season. For men always ought to pray and never faint. When we pray, Father, we hear us. We pray for the at least of Daniel to pray three times every day. May we be prayerful, Lord. May we not miss you, Lord. Hey, may we not miss you, Lord. We pray for grace. We pray for the spirit of prayer, the spirit of supplication, the spirit of thanksgiving, 
thanksgiving, the spirit of intercession, Lord. We pray that our hearts will yearn for prayer, like the heart of David. Is oh, how I long to inquire at his feet, how I long to be at his temple and to gaze at the beauty of his countenance. May we long for prayer in the year 2022. May we yearn for prayer in the year 2022. May we not grow weary in prayer in this year. We thank you once again for qualifying us. We thank you for the privilege of prayer, the privilege to come boldly. Ah, we thank you that you hear us when we call. And just as the angel told Daniel, from the moment you begin to pray, and we know in the year 2022, immediately we say, our Father, heaven will give attention to us because the sons of the kingdom are calling on our Father. We thank you for the privilege of prayer and we pray that we will use this privilege to the fullest. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Me before you know, getting close to the end of the year, we're doing live prayer sessions. So please, we are praying in this year because we are not missing God. We can't afford to let 2022 go to waste. We can't afford the year to end with SDS giving all sorts of funny quotes and, and interesting quotes on social media. Oh, we are this far by grace. It's not about just being this far by grace. We are here on a mission. We are agents of the kingdom. We are here on a mission. <laughs> We are here on a mission. So please, join us in the year of prayer, in the year of being spiritual. We don't want to be rusty. We don't want to be rusty. When we give a pass, it must go smooth pass. <laughs> Whether you want to call it a, a, a Zidane pass or a pillow pass or as a Chelsea boy, a Jogino pass. Spiritually, we want to be giving Jogino passes. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for being with us. I'm so excited for the year 2022. I don't know, but as I keep saying, I'm expecting something huge. I got my 2021, but every day, as long as the message of God are new every day, I am expectant of the move of God every day in my life. Oh no, I'm not I'm not I'm not letting God sleep this year. I want to pray, I want to disturb God that He to you send an angel like you in some communities. And they tell you, your prayers. I want my prayers to be like a pillar in heaven. <laughs> oh, give us grace. So please join, invite your friends to join us. Hopefully, hopefully, you see what God will do. Maybe somewhere in the middle of the end of the year, you have maybe a live prayer session. And we just spend time picking up signals in the school. We are believing God for grace. Pray for us too. And invite your friends to join us, even as we make efforts every week, every day to renew our mind. And it has still not changed. Give God your very best and make sure you owe no man nothing but love. See you next week and bye-bye.